Good Ner Shabbos, Parshas Kisavoy. Uh, this is the Shabbos that uh, I guess is the reason why we say Tichla Shana Vekilaseah that the year and its curses should end with Tachel Shana Vekilaseah and the new year should start with its brachas. Lamaisa, we still have basically two weeks left. So, what's the purpose of having it two weeks in advance? Um, I'm not 100% sure. But one of the things that I, I had thought, maybe, an idea, is that it's the mentality that we're entering Elul with. Brevda Zehatzarek Rivacha, spoke in the Vey a few times, and uh, his son Revelville told me that basically Brevda said that in the... From world, he said, Elul alava shalom. Elul of blessed memory. Why? Because I'm not so sure if you guys realize it, but we're halfway, more than halfway through Elul. And, and if you're not uh, one of our holy Svartic brother brethren that are getting up early every day to say selichot and pouring your heart out and connecting, so then you may not have noticed that we're in Elul at all. Unless some Rosh Hashiva or some Rav gets up and says, Elul! Of course, the, the, the battle cry of the Yeshiva. But, you know, if you're not in the Yeshiva, many of us are totally oblivious to the fact that Elul is here. And I think sometimes maybe it's because that we have a little bit of an allergic reaction to Elul because we don't know what that really means. But if we just think about it, just a little bit, and just to focus on Ani Ledodi Vedodili, there are many, many Rashi Tevos that El could be Ramazim um, all over the place. But the most famous one, and the oldest one that I, I'm aware of, there might be more, is Ani Ledodi Vedodili, I am for my beloved and my beloved is for me. That means it's about how is your relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu? How is your relationship with Hashem? And that that's what's supposed to be utilizing time to kind of like analyze. How is my relationship with Hashem? Where, where am I holding? What's my, what's my story? Am I, am I connected to Kosh Baruch Hu? Or am I kind of my own person and doing my, like, you know, I don't want to be on God's bad side. So I'm going to make sure like I don't do big of errors. But you know, it's my life. And it's my truth, and it's my God. Oh, my God. Right? It, it's, is that really what it's about? Gamaliel said that the beginning of the parsha this week is talking about Bikurim, is that the first, very first produce, the first fruits that we have, we bring to Baruch Hu. We have to understand that if I'm thinking about myself first, there's some kind of affinity a person has for the first things that they're involved with, the first, you know, house they built or the first project they finished. There's a certain connection a person has to that. But here, Kodesh Baruch was saying the first fruits, after you toiled and tilled the soil and watered the, every, the garden, and then finally your date tree or your fig trees producing fruits or your vine is producing luscious grapes, and now you you got to bring it and tie a special gemi around it, and then 
the first one that you see, it's so exciting. Actually, this this week, uh, after being away from the summer, you know, I've been by the Neve a few times, but uh, all of a sudden, like one of the Rebbeim of Ariel Hausman comes and says, Rabbi, you got to check this out. There's an Esra growing, and I think it might even be an, a kosher shear. And we saw another one, they're like, Ah, it's the first fruit. Like, it's so exciting that they planted the tree five years ago, and now it's, you know, the fruit is actually growing on a tree, an Esrog Chazanish, you know, style Esrog tree. It's unbelievable. It's such a simcha, such an excitement that there's something growing. And, like, you know, ah, is it Revai? Is it Orla? No, Baruch Shem, it's not Orla, it's not Revai. But what about Bikurim? So, Bikurim, you don't bring only from the Zion Minim, so an Esrog is not from the Zion Minim. But still, just seeing that connection and that excitement you have with the first fruit that's growing is so... It's a, it's an exciting thing. But this is what it is, is that I give it to my beloved. Anila Dodi. What's mine, I'm going to dedicate first and foremost to Hashem. Vidodi Li. And Hashem is going to do for me. I don't have, he, he's, he's got my back, as it were. And, um, I think it's very, very important that we keep that in mind. Now, we've also been blowing shofar in the month of Elul. And there's, Shofar of Elul, which is only a minug, and I think I'm not sure if the Sfardim do it every morning, um, and it's a minug. But on Rosh Hashanah, it's a chiv deraisa. And I think, what is Hashem asking of us from that shofar sound? So there's a, a Maisa Shahaya years back here in Eretz Yisrael. I think of Myla Biederman tells a story. A few guys were on a trip and they were so tired and they got lost and they didn't know their way and they were walking around. It was the middle of the night and, you know, one of them had a little bit of battery to, in his flashlight. It was years back. And finally his flashlight's getting weak. And all of a sudden they see train tracks and they're so happy. Oh, train tracks. It looked old. It looked dirty. So, you know, they sat down and at least they'll be in the right direction. And they started walking around the tracks, and I said, you know, well, let's just rest for a little while until we, you know. And one of them, you know, went to the side of the tracks, and one of them just sat down there on the tracks. And, like, you know, it's like staring at the sky. I don't know why what possessed them to sit down on the tracks. I guess the the ground may be wet or muddy, and he wanted something dry. And uh, he's laying on the tracks, and uh, they fell asleep. Ah, the train was coming and it saw something in its way and it was honking and honking and honking and honking and honking and pleading, get up, get up, get up, get up, move, 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 please. I'm not asking you to go to the other side of the world. I'm not asking you to go hundreds of yards away. I just want you to move a few feet. Just roll over, please, please, please. The guy didn't wake up. The chauffeur of Elul is that chauffeur that we're blowing now. Please, you know, all we need is a little adjustment. We're not talking about you have to move to crazy, you know, totally transform your life in every which way, shape, and form. If you can, you can, but... What is the horn blowing? It's like, wake up. Wake up, you're on the tracks. You gotta move, you gotta move. And that's, I think, something that we 
we need to think about. We need to think about hearing the shofar blowing, being blown. Now, there are some people, Gamliel always says that, the Arizal says there's a kapeda and shemayim, people don't daven in a minion. There's a kapeda and shemayim that people are not together with a minion. That's what the Arizal says. But there's another aspect to it. Sometimes people come late, and some people leave early, and some people do both, come late and leave early, and they don't even get to hear the shofar. They're just so on their track, doing their same old, and they don't realize that they're really missing the wake-up calls. They don't hear the shofar being blown. Even if they come to Minyan, they leave early. If they're diving at home, unless they remember, they have their own chauffeur, then they'll blow the chauffeur. But it's hard to wake yourself up, you know what I mean? It's uh, Hashem should bless us. Hashem should bless us that we should be Zoha to really, really do the right things. Wake ourselves up. Look at our lives analyze how much of my life am I doing for myself and how much am I doing for Kodesh Baruch Hu. And if I'm, the, the first thing I think about in my decision making is what, what could I do for Kodesh Baruch Hu today, then you got it right. And if you're looking, what can God do for me? Yes, God has given us sometimes pekalach and we ask God to alleviate us from all the tsar. And we hope that he does. But sometimes the tsar is there. And we don't know why it's there. But it's there for our benefit, ultimately. I have a very special Talmud who came to Yeshiva about 30, almost 30 years ago. And uh, he got into an accident, a motorcycle accident. And uh, for years he was telling me just today he was telling me that he felt, you know, Kodesh Baruch Hu, he needed a patch, he needed a wake-up call. And he got a patch. And that's what he was he was doing. And one day, he was at a, a, a concert, I think, of somebody, uh, Green, Yossi Green, I'm not sure if, somebody, very Leibadiga, Hartziga, singer. And he didn't tell me exactly what song or what happened or what was going on. But all of a sudden it dawned on him. You know what? That accident wasn't a patch from Akash It was actually a big embrace from Akash It was a Akash saying, "Is I, I need you to wake up. I want you to come home. Give him a really tight squeeze to wake him up. Hopefully that we don't have to wake up when it's really, really last second. We could use, utilize the chauffeur of Elul to wake ourselves up and realize Hashem, everything He's doing for us is really just is an expression of His extreme love for us. Because bless us all with exceeding and an amazing Shabbos. Cold tooth.